Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, my lovely, fabulous, fantastic audience. Okay, so today we're going to get pretty graphic. Huh? Since when do I not get graphic? Let's be real. <laughs> Check the show notes, make sure you're in the right place. Um, I'm going to be talking a lot about BDSM and all sorts of crazy and fun and exploratory things today. Today we're going to talk about spit, spit roasting a boy. <laughs> Not really a boy, a man. All right. So, um, you know, basically, are you ready? Here we go. So, First of all, um, one of the things that, you know, last, last week's episode, I talked about pegging and, and, and how, um, you know, I, I was training a fellow Dom um, of mine to a friend of mine to, you know, to app her repertoire of, you know, add pegging into her repertoire. And so, um, you know, I was like, okay, great. Let's, you know, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, why don't, uh, you know, I suggested, I'm like, hey, why don't we do some double doming? Um, you know, I have a, a great subby that would, you know, be love to, uh, you know, experience both of us. And, um, you know, I would love to, you know, do some double doming with you. So she's like, okay. And so I've done double doming sessions with other friends of mine, doms of mine, dom friends of mine. What was really interesting is that this particular Dom friend of mine, we are, we're really close friends actually. And, and we don't, we made an agreement years ago that we were not going to have sex with each other. We just made that decision. We were like, yeah, you know, so, which is, you know, me being, you know, bisexual, pansexual, you know, is, is very rare actually for me to not have sex with somebody in my life. I always promise to be honest. Um, but for whatever reason, the two of us really, you know, we, we kind of made that agreement years and years and years ago. And, and so it's been a, a really interesting evolution of, um, you know, being both of us being sexual beings in the same space and yet not being sexually attracted to each other. And that was like, you know, for me, this is a, a quite a new experience for me. So 
you know, we, you know, we, we, you know, we do our stuff, we tie our little subby up, we, you know, take turns vlogging and, and hitting and laughing and having a great time and getting his body all warmed up and us having lots of fun. And, you know, I'm like, you want the front end or the back end? And, you know, one of us takes one side of the subby, the front end, the other person takes the back end of the subby and, and we're having a blast. And of course the subby's just loving it because it's getting like two hot, powerful, you know, female doms um, and he's in his glory, right? So the, the, the huge, like the, the, the thing I really wanted to explore um, with her was to do a spit roast. So a spit spit roast is where basically, uh, you know, you got, a, you know, a dildo in his ass and a dildo in his mouth. Okay. So he's like a spit roast. <laughs> that was referred to. And, um, and so I've done double doming and spit roasting of, you know, with, with you know, with females, um, but I have never, you know, this was my first, this is my first, like, you know, spit roast with a boy. Um, and again, I say boy, but you know, we're talking about a man. <laughs> okay. So, so I asked her, I'm like, all right, do you want the, the front end or the back end? And she's like, oh, I'll take the front end. I'm like, okay, I'll take the back end. So, you know, again, uh, you know, the, the logistics. So the, here's the thing about, you know, uh, any kind of sexual fantasy that you may have when you're in your sexual fantasy, everything lines up easily, right? Like you're not worried about positions. You're not worried. Everything just, you know, when you're, when you have a fantasy about it, it just all works really easily when you're trying to, you know, basically turn a fantasy into reality, there's a lot of other moving parts. So, you know, in my fantasy, you know, you just bend them over and, and, you know, one's in the front and one's in the back and, and, you know, and you, you go to town, but there's a lot of logistics about height and body shapes and stuff. So, you know, we, we, so it's awkward at first till you get, till we get into the good positions. So we started on the floor and, you know, you know, the other thing is, is that, um, you know, we put a, an O-ring gag in his mouth. So his mouth was nice and open. Um, the other thing that's really important about this is that equipment, 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 like I was talking about last episode, last week's episode on pegging, equipment is key. So we made sure that she had a, you know, skinnier and smaller dildo um, for the front end. And I had the right size, um, well, a little bigger than we've used before. It's a new, it was a new uh, size that we were gonna try because you know he's a little bit of an anal slut. So um, he was like, oh yeah, which also had more length to it, which is what you needed in this dynamic because you needed to be able to get into more positions and things like that. So, so there's the logistics. So we had our strap-ons or our cock sizes. Um, and, you know, at first we're on the floor and, you know, my, my height and his height weren't working. Um, I couldn't get a good angle or a good position, um, to anally. Um, so I'm like, okay, let's try it. Let's move over to the bank. And again, the whole time we're like 
giggling and laughing and having a good time because this is the most important part of, of you know, when you're having, you know, a fun time is that you have a fun time. And even when things are like awkward and they're not, you know, moving with ease, it's playful and it's fun and there's no failures, right? The key is to not get frustrated and not get angry or not get annoyed because that's not sexy, but giggling and laughing and like, oh, well, let's try it this way. So we then managed like, let's try over on the spanking bench. So we move, we move him over to the spanking bench. I'm like, I, it was the, the most difficult part was my positioning of getting, you know, the good angle and the good position um, of the subby for me to be able to, um, you know, peg him basically. And so we get him bent over the spanking bench, spread eagle, all the things. And, and, you know, I get in <laughs> and of course we're laughing the whole time, right? We're like, she's like, are you in yet? <laughs> so <laughs> we're laughing. And so I'm like, okay, I'm in. So she like climbs up on the top of the spanking bench holding on to the chain from the ceiling so she doesn't fall off the spanking bench and she gets in position so that you know he can bob up and down on her cock and we go to town oh also very important is that we had like both a rope harness around him so it was easy for us to like grab him and move him around um as well as like a chain around his waist so again there was more uh handles Important. That's an important logistical piece that you don't think about. We also had to make sure that, you know, we, you know, once we got our toys, we had to put our toys inside us and all of this. Oh, actually, there's a really hot scene that I forgot to tell you. Oh, back up, back up, up. Before we get into spit roasting. Um, so here's the, it was very fascinating, actually. <clears throat> so she got her, you know, she, she got her cock all sorted out and, and you know, we we're helping, I was helping her get it all sorted out. She had her toy inside her. And then I made our little subby uh, down on his knees and start giving her a blowjob. And it was really interesting for a couple of reasons. One, it was super hot making my little subby, you know, suck her cock. <laughs> and two, it's very fascinating is that she, again, we aren't sexually attracted to each other. So, and we've never had, um, like, this is our first time of like basically having orgasms in presence of each other. And so I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about her having an orgasm. And I wasn't sure how I was going to feel because I, we all know I'm going to have lots of orgasms. <laughs> so you know, we kind of talked a little bit about it, but we had no idea how we were going to, you know, feel about it. And, and so it was really kind of interesting to like, have, you know, basically when my subby was, you know, little subby was sucking her cock, it was getting her off. And she had, you know, some orgasms in front of me. And I was like, Oh, that was hot and fun. But it was more like a fist bump, hot, like buddy guy, hot than, us wanting to have, you know, have sex with each other. And I was like, ah, this is really cool and quite fascinating actually. So it was very, so when we were both, so when we were spit roasting our little subby, you know, 
she's coming, I'm coming, she's coming, I'm coming. You know, we also had him caged. So, you know, this wasn't about him at all. We were using it as a little fuck toy for us. Um, chastity cage, if you don't know what I'm talking about. And so it was like, you know, and the angle, so she was kind of like, you know, cause I said, I was standing on the ground. He was bent over the spanking bench. She was, you know, basically kneeling on the top of the spanking bench, holding onto the ceiling. And, you know, she looked super hot while the whole scene was like super sexy and super hot. And, you know, I'm orgasming, she's orgasming, he's having a blast. And yet for me, what was really fascinating is that I'd never been in a sexual situation where I wasn't attracted to my co-person um, in a sexual way. So it was like, I could appreciate the beauty and the, how hot this was and how sexy it was, but it wasn't my own lust of desire to have her or to have sexual experience, like to have sex, sex with her. Um, and it was really cool, especially since we both had cocks, it was like, it felt very, very dude, <laughs> very testosterone-ish. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to town and she's going to town and, you know, we're, you know, if we, you know, we're in another situation where none of us would fall over, we would have totally high-fived and fist bumped each other in the moment of being like, yeah, we're totally using this little fuck toy for our pleasure. And it was hot, but different. Like I said, it was like very dude, like, you know, don't cross streams. <laughs> if you've ever been in, if you've ever, you know, what I'll talk, you know what I'm talking about. If you've ever been in a threesome or some group sex with some heterosexual men, you know, they're, they have this whole, like, you know, it's all good. You say at one end, I'll say it at the other end. Just don't, you know, no sword crossing, you know, crossing streams. And, um, and so that's what it felt like. And I was like, ah, this is awesome. So yeah, so that was our uh, spit roasting experience, which was fantastic. And we had such a great time that it's now a thing that both of us love doing that if uh, you would like to have a spit roasting experience with me and her, <laughs> reach out. <laughs> um, Again, you can find me at empressgaia.com and we can, you know, figure out and arrange that, you know, that experience for you because it's fun and it's hot. Now we've learned some new positions where, you know, going to implement some new stuff um, to make it easier and, and, and even better add, you know, up it, up the game. But it was a wonderful, amazing experience. And I love that I got to experience it with her. And I love that, um, you know, my little subby was just so happy and so accommodating and, you know, so easy um, that, you know, he just got to have this like awesome experience and, you know, deflower, <laughs> be part of the deflowering, <laughs> the first of stuff, which always, you know, makes subbies very happy. <laughs> so, yeah, it was amazing. It really, really was. And the one thing I want to say, it's always quite fascinating. And it's still, I, it's like, you know, I don't understand why this is, but it is. It's like every time I put on a strap on, there's this like raw primal, like I have, even when I, without my strap on, I can do, I, I'm raw and primal sexually. But there's something to be said about 
this idea of taking, and again, all consensual, very important part of this, is just this raw, primal, like, urgh, like growly, like deep inside me that gets unleashed when I put on strap on. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I see it with every woman I have seen put on a strap on. They all do it. Like I used to, and I still do, but not as much. Um, I used to do these bachelorette and girls night out parties. And, you know, where people would basically talk, we would talk about sex and have some, it was fun. It was a fun night with the girls and, you know, some wine and things like that. And so, you know, all of the, all the people that were at the, the event would, you know, write their deep, dark secrets of desires and, and, and questions about sex and relationships uh, anonymously on a piece of paper. And we put it in, we put it in the bag and we pull out and, you know, um, the women go around and, you know, they pull one out and you weren't allowed to talk unless you had the talking cock and, and the, whoever was hosting the party or the, the bride to be, um, would put on a strap on because we wouldn't, you know, at some point I would end up getting into like, you know, blow jobs and hand jobs and positions. Like that's usually those, those questions always happen at every event. So need to be able to do some demonstrations and and every time i shit you not every time as soon as that as soon as one puts on that strap on it's like yeah there's like this like puffing out the chest and the hands go on the hips and it's like grabbing their crotch and there's like this like aggression that happens um with the adam <laughs> penis so that is still so fascinating to me. Like it's like it's a it's an interesting and very fascinating phenomenon that happens every time. Doesn't matter who. I've 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 watched the most quiet, meek woman put on a strap on, and all of a sudden now she's like boisterous and she's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's because it gives it gives us permission in some ways to tap into our sexual desires and our lust because you know society says is when we're not supposed to have them I don't know there, I'm sure there's lots of layers to it and you know well I'll do another episode just specifically on the the phenomena of when a you know vagina owner all of a sudden puts cock on what happens to her <laughs> So yes, so spit roasting, a lot of fun, highly recommend it. Now, here's a little bit, very, very important pieces. Again, please watch and listen or listen to my episode on pegging, very important. And any other episodes I've done around anal sex. And uh, I did one last week on pegging training. And then there's, I think there's another episode just about pegging itself and why I like it so much. So it's really important that you get the education. Like, don't just like go, all right, so I got my, me and my girlfriend and, you know, hey, we're going to spit roast my boyfriend. There's a lot of moving pieces that need to be addressed. The other thing is, is that, uh, again, 
um, you know, the way that I, you know, I know this subby very well and he, you know, and we had an O-ring and he loves, he loves gags. And so we had the O-ring gag, but I also knew to make sure that the cock that, uh, my codom had was small enough that go into the O-ring without any problem and short enough that it wasn't going to, um, make him throw up on her so that she could really just surrender and enjoy the, the primalness of it and not have to worry about injuries. Okay. So this is the important part of, um, again, equipment isn't incredibly important. Understanding how the body works is incredibly important. Positioning is incredibly important. Uh, as well as, you know, again, on the other end, you know, I know what I'm doing when it comes to pegging. I have my equipment. I, I can drop right into the primal lustfulness of it because of the equipment that I choose to use and how I am very consciously aware of, you know, anal safety and making sure that there's no tearing or any of those kind of things. Also very important that, uh, you know, if you have a, you know, if you're planning on spit roasting, you know, a penis owner, so you're just doing, you know, mouth and ass, then it's very important that you know what their anal health is. Like, do they have any hemorrhoids? Do they have any anal fissures? Have they had any problems? Because if they do, then you have to work at through stuff differently. Okay. So there's a lot of moving pieces. And when you have the, again, knowledge is sexy, knowledge is sexy. And when you set everything up and you have all the proper safety and equipment and health and and you know prep around you and all of that stuff it makes for a really hot sexy time or it can be a, a horrible nightmare you know again it talked about the awkwardness well the, yeah there's awkwardness and we laughed through it and we just had fun with it or we could have been angry and upset and annoyed by it and then no one would have had a good time right so these are all of the extras that you really want to make sure you have in place and that everybody's on board. Um, you know, don't surprise this is an important piece. Do not surprise your boyfriend or your subby unless you are, unless you have a consensual non-consent and this has all been pre-negotiated, you know, don't do a surprise. Um, if they've never enjoyed anal, don't do, don't do a spit roasting their very first time of having anal experience whatsoever. You know, there's again, anal, you know, there's layers of anal play. There's like anal play, anal sex, pegging, then spit roasting. <laughs> spit roasting is advanced anal adventure. Okay. Don't start off with spit roasting. Your poor, your poor bottom slash subby boyfriend will be devastated and traumatized. Okay. So you got to work that stuff up and work into it. Don't just be like, surprise, here's your anniversary present. <laughs> and you've never talked about it before. And you've never done any anal stuff before. Okay. Very important. I mean, good lubes important. So go watch those other episodes, listen to those other episodes. Also, I highly, highly, highly recommend my BDSM membership program because I go into graphic detail step-by-step step on how to peg, how to have anal play. Um, and I take you through the steps. You can watch me actually do it. 
so that you like you that's like quality quality knowledge growing and if you're interested please go do that um you can join for the year you can just join for the month and get all the content that you want in that month um as well right so i really what's most important to me is that you get the education that you need so that you have anal fun not anal trauma okay um yeah and again like i said if you uh you know part of part of my offerings in the world of my dom services have now have been included um with uh you know spit roasting because it's hot and it's really fun and i have a good counter spit roaster <laughs> excited as I am about it. Um, so you can reach out to me and we can talk about logistics or details. Um, if you want to have a spit roasting experience um, that, you know, uh, and, you know, you don't have a, a co-spit roaster, um, you know, reach out to me. I, you know, I can be, I could be your third in that experience um, in the environment that's safe and all the things. So you can be basically trained and it go really well, basically with me there. So there's lots of possibilities. If this is something excites you, reach out at briskaya.com. All right, now remember, stay safe, knowledge is sexy, and keep being kinky. <laughs> Until next time. I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.